Hello, and welcome back to Mr. Stucker's podcast. Uh, This is the third podcast I'll be creating. I'm excited that you're here listening, hopefully. Um, If you're listening, you're probably a parent of one of the students I work with, either in kindergarten, first grade, second grade. And thanks for coming. Uh, What I'm going to talk about today is how parents and families can support phonological awareness. Uh, which is the most important first step in literacy. We've learned how to speak and listen before we ever learn how to read and write. So I'm going to go over some activities you can do with your child, whether they're in kindergarten, first grade, or if you have babies at home. I'm going to start out with some activities you can do with babies and toddlers. So I hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, of course, you can call me at East Garner, 773-7411, or email me at tstucker at wcpss.net. Okay, so how can you support phonological awareness? By the way, phonological awareness involves the sounds and sound patterns of alphabetic languages, like English, Spanish, even Arabic. And a part, it doesn't mean the meanings of words. This is just the sound patterns. Young children show that, that they are developing phonological awareness when they do some of these things, when they notice and listen to the sounds of language, when they play with sound patterns, like repeating sounds, rhyming words, singing, chanting. All of this you can do while you're driving in the car, when you're sitting at home at the dinner table. It involves identifying the sounds of words that sound the same. For example, at the beginning and ends of words, such as airplane and airport. Have your child isolate which part of the word was the same in both, air. You can play with sounds and words, such as when they blend words. For example, blending air and plane into airplane. Or manipulate sounds, saying things like pancake, wancake, mancake. By playing with words and sounds in different ways, parents and family members can support the development of phonological awareness, which in turn will one day help them read and write. Now, I'm gonna start off with how you can help babies, okay? And I know if you're listening to this, your child that I work with is not a baby, but there's nothing that that will hurt your child either. Um, Sing songs, nursery rhymes. Use child-directed speech or parentese, which means speaking in a higher pitch at a slower rate. Now, this is mostly for babies, but again, respond to baby's needs, for example, by changing them as soon as he is wet or putting down for a nap as soon as she appears sleepy. Talk using many different words. That's how vocabulary is built. Read rhyming books, song books, story books, sturdy books, board books. Help children label and describe pictures. So those are, those are just some of the things you can do with babies. Okay. Now moving on to toddlers. Again, work with nursery rhymes. Dr. Seuss is wonderful. That's why he's still popular today. Read the cat in the hat. Draw children's attention to print in the community. When you're at a stop sign, have them tell you the first letter of stop, the last letter of stop, a rhyming word with stop. What does McDonald's start with? Walmart. There's words all around us. Have one-on-one conversations with children several times a day to strive for five by trying to give five turns for each speaker in the conversation. So having that conversation will help their, their language development as well. Um, point out rhyming words. For instance, you said you have new shoes. 
See if they can identify the two words in that sentence that rhyme, new and shoes. Make up rhymes together. Like I said earlier, pancake, wancake, I want a fancake. Play with sounds. Develop listening skills. Play games with them. Introduce alphabet books and puzzles. Talk with older toddlers about the names of meaningful letters, such as the letters in their names. Okay. So those are some of the things you can do with babies and toddlers. Now here's some more things you can do with older children, which is going to be probably more useful for you. And we'll talk about preschoolers, kindergarten. So here's some of the strategies you should do. Talk, 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 talk. Lots, lots and lots of words. That's how you develop their vocabulary. Encourage careful listening. Listen for directions. Use your eyes and ears to see what I'm saying and doing. Read books that rhyme. Teach rhyming poems. Break out the old nursery rhymes. The internet is full of stuff if you're, if you're wondering. There's websites out there with focus just on nursery rhymes. Apps. Just get them hearing those words that rhyme and play with the words. Play with rhymes and identify rhymes and songs and stories like thumb and plum. Can you think of any words that rhyme with? And you come up with a word. Make wordplay meaningful by linking initial sounds to children's names. Can you guess whose name this is? A mirror? And then they have to tell you it's a mirror. Okay, teach the alphabet. Practice those letters. The English language is difficult to learn. There's 44 phonemes. Phonemes is the smallest segment of sound. Spanish only has 27. Spanish is easy to decode. English is not. So we have to give them experience with all of those sounds and all of those phonemes. And again, use Google. Google's your friend if you want to know what those phonemes are and activities to teach them. In kindergarten and first grade, really want to focus on things like syllables. They need to know what syllables are. It's, where it's the, the, the big chunk of a word that has a vowel in it where your mouth opens. And what I have them do in school is just have them put their hand under their chin and say a word. For instance, calculator. If you do that now, you can hear it's got four syllables. Syllables is a big thing because then we work on from syllables, then we work down to the sounds, the individual phonemes in the word, and then that will lead into phonics, reading, and eventually writing. So again, children need to develop that listening comprehension and the phonological awareness and just hearing words and hearing rhymes and hearing syllables before we can move on to reading, actually. Okay, so I hope I didn't speak too fast on this podcast. Uh, again, use Google. Google phonological awareness. It's very important. If you have any other questions or if you want activities for me to send home, I will. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now.